Hello, this is Candy, and welcome to Order Your Steps. Are we trying to hide the hearts that we don't want to reveal to anyone, masking them with a smile so no one will know? Because there's no one that we can trust to tell that we've been wounded and our heart hurts. Now this episode is not designed to address those that have been wounded by major trauma, emotional and physical abuse, or the loss of a loved one. Although there may be scriptures that will apply. However, I do want to speak to those that have been hurt emotionally and or offended by others. The Bible says, The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit cannot bear. The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? A healthy spirit conquers adversity, but what can you do when the spirit is crushed? The Lord knows our hearts. He purchased our freedom over all the power of the enemy. God has equipped us with his authority to defeat the enemy in every area of our life. Fear, condemnation, bitterness, resentment, rejection, and even betrayal have no power over us. But why does it still hurt so much? If we were honest, we still have the tendency to ask the Lord why he allows us to suffer such pain. Oftentimes we will use the words of the Apostle Paul, who spoke from experience when he said, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. But I don't believe that the Lord wants us to live under the weight of feeling like we must justify our suffering solely as a test of our faith, or if we are not suffering, that it will only be a matter of time. And although it may be true, personally, the more that I rehearse in my spirit that I'm in a good place, life is better than it's ever been before, Invariably, that's when I'll get a random pain or ache in my body and Google the potential severity. I must constantly remind myself that life is good and refuse to think that the bottom is going to fall out at any moment. God forbid. We must always be very careful what we say, even though we cannot always control what we think. It's one thing when we internalize our own fears, but it's something else when we internalize the offense of others, wondering what did we do to deserve what they did to us? Or do we try to convince them that we did not deserve the hurt that they caused us? In 1 Peter 3, it says, Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. 
So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. The Lord says vengeance belongs to him. We must choose not to usurp his authority by trying to get even. We must take our hands off the situation and let him work it out. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heat coals, burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Now, the most hurtful part about being wounded is that in many cases, the person is not an enemy, but someone who we thought was a friend or worse yet, a very close family member. In the book of Proverbs, it says, an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Therefore, allowing the Lord to handle the situation is only part of the process although it is a very big part. But for most of us, the even bigger part of the process is to decide to forgive the person who has wounded us so deeply, even if we must forgive and maintain a safe distance. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, we are unable to hold them close again. However, we must not allow our looking back to paralyze us. Unfortunately, we become so guarded that we can't love again. We can't trust again. Can't live in the abundance that the Lord has ordained because we are carrying a weight that is too heavy for us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tenderness, mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And that's in Colossians 3. It is only with the love of Christ that we can truly forgive. It goes way beyond words. God said to the Father while on the cross, forgive them for they know not what they do. Although those that crucified Jesus were ignorant to who he was. But for us, those that have heard us knew what they were doing. 
But the questions continue. How could they have done that? I thought they loved me. I trusted them. Not only how, but why becomes a better question. Unfortunately, we may never know the answer to those questions. And even if we have an opportunity to ask them why, their answer does not take the pain away. But the Lord wants to build us up where others have torn us down. But we must be willing participants in the healing process. Bottom line, we cannot wholeheartedly forgive anyone without the love of Christ, no matter how hard we try. It's not that we don't want to, we can't. But we can decide to forgive and ask the Lord to heal the wound. Over time, the pain subsides and it won't hurt as much even though the pain may never go away. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into a place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. As the wound heals, we must grow deeper in his love for us and in our love for him. In the moment, it may be easy to ask the Lord why he would allow us to hurt like this to be betrayed. And although I can't answer that question for you, what I do know is that he cannot love us anymore and we should not love him any less, no matter how much it hurts. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was abused for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. As always, I pray that you've enjoyed this week's episode and something has been said to inspire and encourage you. If so, we would love to hear your thoughts and comments, so please hit the message button and don't forget to subscribe. But if for some reason this episode does not resonate with you, please share with someone that you know who just might need it. Well, have an amazing week. And remember, our steps are ordered. Bye-bye for now.